Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And why are we here? Well, we are here for you. Now, I know many of you who are listening really would like better health. I'm sure you would. Many people are very interested as to why they are suffering, why they have pain, why they have type 2 diabetes, why they have metabolic syndrome, why do they have heart disease, high blood pressure, and all of the other current modern-day conditions that are treated by drugs and still not getting better. Well, food is our best medicine. Every bite we take, every bite of food we take, influences our body for good or for bad, depending on the quality of food that we consume. Food is medicine. Food is full of molecules that talk to our genes, that improves our health, or destroys our health, and it all depends on the quality, the nutritional value of our diet. So we are here to share information with you that you can use to improve the quality of your health. Drugs do not improve your health. Now, I'm not entirely against drugs. Drugs are lifesavers in many cases. You would not want to be in a car accident and wish you had more vitamin C or more zinc or more selenium. You may want a drug to save your life. I would too. But we can't depend on drugs to cure us of the diseases that we have today because they're all based, all those diseases are based on a poor quality diet that causes a poor quality of health. We need to reverse that. That means you have to make a complete change of the way you eat. You have to select better quality of food as your medicine. And if you do that, I can guarantee you that in three to six months, your health will be 100% better. We need to select a good deal of quality protein, a good quantity of healthy proteins from all sources, and primarily animal sources, not plant sources. And we need a high concentration in our diet of healthy fats. Olive oil, primarily. That is the highest quality oil that we can consume. We can also include avocado oil, pecan oil, macadamia nut oil, 
walnut oil. But olive oil is at the basis of the Mediterranean diet that has the biggest impact on their health. We'll talk more about that in the hour about the Mediterranean diet. Some new studies on it. And why I think, well, let me, let me pause that for a moment and I'll tell you why I think about that later in the show. But I just want to bring you information that can help you be healthier. I know you don't have time to do hours and hours and hours of research. And you may not even know where to go to do the research. That's why we cut corners, shortcut it, and bring you the research on a weekly basis for more information. So today we're going to talk about polyphenols, one of my favorite subjects. After vitamins and minerals, polyphenols are the most health-giving of all molecules. We're also going to talk about the dangers of using laxatives. And we'll talk about why and when leg pain is a sign of heart disease. And what are some of the effects of the herb that grows in Florida and known all over the world? In fact, it was grown in Florida and was first developed in Europe rather than the U.S. And we'll talk about that herb, particularly for men, and why it has such a great impact on the health of men. And why 11 minutes, 11 minutes can make a difference in your exercise program. Want to lose more weight? Or at least help you assess to lose more weight? We have an herbal answer for that coming up in the show. Sugary drinks. So here's some eye-opening, main brain, I should say, brain-boggling information on why sugary drinks affect your liver. And here's a combination of nutrients that I think everybody should take, which is the combination of vitamin A, vitamin D3, and vitamin K2. Here's some very interesting information that we'll explore today. So, Here's some very good information on polyphenols. What are polyphenols? They are life-spanning essentials. They are micronutrients found in plant life, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, berries, 
olive oil, and wine. When you consume olive oil, and it leaves a little stinging in the back of your throat, a little bit of a spicy aftertaste in the back of your throat. Some people cough because of the tingling sensation in the back of your throat. I've heard some people say, my oil must be bad, it's rancid, because it stings. That was a thought at one time. Well, research has proven that those spicy afternotes, the tingling sensation or the spicy sensation in the back of your throat is caused by the polyphenols. You're tasting the polyphenols. There's over 8,000 polyphenols now identified. And why are they important? Well, first of all, they are the most powerful antioxidants. Antioxidants prevent oxidative damage. Where do we get oxidative damage? Anything that affects a cell in your body negatively is causing oxidative damage, like smoking, like excessive sun, burning the skin. A sunburn is oxidative damage. The damage from cigarette smoking is oxidative damage. Chemicals, pollution, toxins, all of these things that can damage the cells in our body are causing oxidative damage. If you place iron or a metal out in the elements to rain, snow, whatever, why do cars rust? Because of oxidative damage. The salt, the sand, all causes damage to the metal. The Golden Gate Bridge is painted from one end to the other end continuously because of the salt air, the fog. If they didn't protect the steel in the bridge, the salt air, the fog would cause oxidative damage and weaken the structure of the bridge. Metal will rust in time. That's oxidative damage. Your cells, not really truly, but figuratively, they're rusting. And the more rust you have in your cells, which is oxidative damage, so you want an antioxidant. Polyphenols are very powerful antioxidants. Also very powerful anti-inflammatories. And anti-aging. The more you smoke, the more risk you have of dying earlier or having cancer and aging your cells. And they have a wide range of indications that they can treat, reverse, and prevent. And prevention is the best cure.
Don't get it. Don't have a disease. Try to prevent diseases by eating correctly, by eating a healthy diet, by preventing oxidative damage, because inflammation is not bad for us. I've seen thousands of articles on the damaging effects of inflammation. That's not true. Inflammation is not bad for us. Inflammation is good. Always good. But it's always associated with oxidative damage. And the more oxidative damage we have, the more inflammation or anti-inflammatory is required to repair the oxidative damage. So the bigger the fire, the more need of several stations meeting the requirements of helping to extinguish the fire. The bigger the fire, the more firemen, the more equipment, the more engines that are going to be on deck to put out the fire. You could say, well, the firemen must have caused it because look at all the firemen there. That's like saying inflammation is bad. It's not bad. It's good. Because inflammation is a process of repairing the damage. Like the firemen. They're there to help prepare, to extinguish the fire and help repair the damage. So we can use polyphenols to prevent, slow down, reduce the aging process, especially of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, like metabolic disorders, including type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, fatty liver, a large population of Americans have fatty liver. Fatty liver is a, well, it's called a disease today, but it's caused by eating a high concentration of carbohydrates and sugar, which has replaced alcohol for damage to the liver. Fatty liver disease. If you're fat, you know you have a fatty liver. Because you can't save one organ or one condition of the body from the fat. Fat's going to go everywhere. And the more abdominal fat you have, the more assured you are of having a fatty liver. 18% of children have a fatty liver without knowing it. There usually are no symptoms or signs that a person has a fatty liver until there is cirrhosis or maybe liver cancer. Obesity, cancer prevention. So this is something that we really want to try to prevent 
And we can do that by consuming more polyphenols. Now, the Mediterranean diet has always been known for improved health and less cancer, less heart disease, less all of the modern-day diseases because their diet is high in fruits, vegetables, nuts, and two outstanding foods because a lot of researchers always make the mistake of saying that the Mediterranean diet is superior because they do not eat a lot of red meat. I don't know why that focus is on the reduction of red meat. There is nothing wrong with red meat. But what really sticks out in the Mediterranean diet are two foods that have a very, very high concentration of polyphenols. And that is red wine and olive oil. Those two are at the pinnacle of the Mediterranean diet in terms of why they have such great health. They consume wine daily. I know they have wine always at lunch, always at dinner, not so much breakfast. But they have one or two glasses at lunch and dinner. Men drink more wine than women. And it's better for men to drink more, I shouldn't say better, but it's okay for men to drink more wine than women. Usually it's emphasized that men can have two glasses of wine per day. Women should have one glass of wine per day. Now, all of the experts that have researched polyphenols have come to the conclusion that we need about a thousand milligrams of polyphenols daily. If you don't have a diet that emphasizes fruits, vegetables, nuts, especially walnuts, the most healthy of all nuts, or wine, or olive oil, and I really, really do emphasize please try to include more olive oil in your diet. I've said this before. I'll say it again for some of our new listeners. Mary Flynn, Dr. Mary Flynn. She is a professor at Boston University. She has been researching olive oil for 30 years. She is a world's expert on the benefits of olive oil. And she said there is no food that can reverse, prevent, and cure diseases, all diseases, better than olive oil. Olive oil is her recommendation 
as a cure, reverse, and prevention of diseases. After 30 years of research. Now here are some of the most powerful supplements containing polyphenols. And really it would be a benefit if you could put all these polyphenols in one formulation. Propolis. Propolis is a complex of polyphenols from plant life gathered by the bees to improve the quality of the beehive. French grapeseed extract, apple extract, curcumin, and green tea. Now here's some new research on grapeseed extract. Researchers tested the anti-aging effects of grapeseed. They gave older mice extracts from grapeseed, which actually resulted in a 60% increase in their remaining lifespan. Overall, they experienced in the animal research based on the equivalent for human quality of life, giving the human another decade of life, adding 10 more years to our life. Well, you might say the way I feel, I don't want another 10 years. Hey, come on. We're going to be changing all that. Remember, you're going to be changing your diet. You're going to be switching it to a healthier quality of life. And younger mice treated with French grapeseed extract had improved physical fitness. And in mice with cancer, grapeseed extract shrank the tumors when given in combination with chemotherapy. Meaning that the grapeseed extract improved the function of chemotherapy. When chemotherapy was given to a cancer patient, cancer drugs, they fared fairly well. When they added the French grapeseed extract to additional chemo drugs, the chemo drugs became more effective on a lesser dosage and more tolerated with less toxicity. What about leaky gut and polyphenols? 51 older adults with leaky gut syndrome, double-blind crossover trial of control standard diet versus polyphenol-rich diet. <clears throat> the results Now, this polyphenol-rich diet versus placebo. So they tested half of the participants in the study with a polyphenol-rich diet. Half of the participants were on a standard diet like a placebo. 
those on the polyphenol diet, those participants with the most significant problems with leaky gut experienced a 14% reduction in serum markers of intestinal permeability, 5% reduction in diastolic blood pressure, 11% reduction in glucose levels, sugar levels, although it did not reach statistical significance, but also saw a 19% reduction in inflammatory IL-6, which is the marker that shows the indication of inflammation, as well as reduction in triglyceride levels. After vitamins and minerals, and we can't live without vitamins and minerals, and if we're not getting enough vitamins and minerals, there are consequences. There are negative side effects. But those negative side effects then are classified as diseases, and then the drug companies can prescribe drugs for those diseases that were brought about because we are not getting enough vitamins and minerals. So that's the problem with drugs. Drugs are the answer, no matter what condition. But many of those conditions are just caused by our bad lifestyle choices. Polyphenols are the next most important nutrient group after a daily multiple. Who needs polyphenols? Everyone. Especially those who don't eat a variety of fruits and vegetables, nuts, seeds, olive oil, wine, or have limited diets. Also, anyone concerned about aging, cancer prevention, or anyone facing nutrient intake challenges. For example, intestinal inflammation or leaky gut. Take a combination of polyphenols from green tea, apple, propolis, curcumin, and French grapeseed extract containing a minimum of 250 milligrams in the formulation and you can decide how many you want to take. A serving would be 250 milligrams of polyphenols. Four a day would give you that 1,000 milligrams that experts believe we need. Or you can take half that, hoping that the rest of your diet will provide the rest. But we don't know that for sure. But don't go away, friends. I've got another half hour of my program. I want to come back and give you more information about the Mediterranean diet, about salt, palmetto berry, among, among other things. So stay right where you are. I'll come right back after these commercials. This is Terry Nashley with Terry Talks Nutrition. Welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally. This is Terry Talks Nutrition as well. And we're here until the top of the hour. So we have another about 30 minutes to go. And we have a lot of good information coming your way yet today. We're going to be talking about the dangers of using laxatives. I hope you don't use laxatives regularly. There are so many ways naturally to eliminate constipation. If constipation is one of your conditions that you're dealing with, 
we can make you have extremely easy and comfortable bowel movements without harsh laxatives. Laxatives are stimulants. They're explosive. They're not healthy. And they have a lot of damage to using laxatives regularly. We'll also talk about why leg pain. Are you experiencing leg pain? Could that be a sign of heart disease? Then I'll talk to you about more about the Mediterranean diet. A healthy diet, but all-inclusive. Not just fruits and vegetables, seafood and nuts. You can eat red meat. They don't have a lot of red meat in the Mediterranean countries. They don't raise cattle. They do have lamb. Mutton. I'm not a big fan of mutton, but I love lamb. Lamb chops, lamb loin, lamb shoulder. Any way you want it, slice it. I like lamb. So what about laxatives? What's it doing to you? Well, actually, laxatives, and this really is hard to really make the, connect the dots, but the more you use laxatives, you are increasing a link to Alzheimer's disease. Wow. Researchers collected data from over a half million adults, ages 40 to 69, over a 10-year period. Now that's a very, very big study. The larger the study and the more length of the study, the more reliable the study is. And according to these half million adults, over a 10-year period, after recording their health information and their use of laxative products, Well, here's the result. Drugs are not the answer for sure. I consider a laxative a drug. People who regularly use laxatives. Hold on. We're 51% more likely to develop dementia, Alzheimer's disease, versus people who did not use laxatives. The dementia risk was worse for those who regularly used osmotic laxatives, which worked by drawing water into the colon. Melchimagnesia is that type of laxative. Users of this type of laxative were 64% more likely to develop dementia. People who regularly use two or more different laxatives were 90% more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease. 
it's it seems like the body parts are so far away from each other the end to the brain why do we have this connection well because of the osmotic or stimulant laxatives might adversely change the gut microbiome or the probiotics you know they say that the gut is hardwired to the brain when you're thinking sometimes people will say i have a gut feeling my gut tells me this i have this intuition our gut is connected to the brain by taking probiotics will improve your bowel movement and if not this gut destruction of the microbiome will potent- potentially reduce or i should say produce toxic substances that affect the brain so what can we do naturally for a cure of constipation the randomized double blind placebo controlled trial of 50 adults with gastrointestinal issues primarily constipation there is an age old remedy an ayurvedic formulation goes back thousands of years it's amazing how some of these ayurvedic early medicinal doctors or herbal doctors put this in a document thousands of years ago that a herbal combination of 14 herbs including andagraphus ginger and others would be highly successful for regulating the bowel to prevent diarrhea to prevent constipation two different forms of bowel irregularity now they did did this in a matching placebo controlled study for 14 days by taking 800 mg of this herbal combination before bedtime with a full glass of water after the study of 14 days at the beginning of the study only 12% of the participants experienced more than 3 bowel movements a week at the end of 14 days the herbal group 
that was using the 14 herbal combination increased to 76% having more than three bowel movements a week. But there was no change in the bowel movement or regularity in the placebo group. Taking this just before bedtime is not a laxative. Its main concept is to improve the regularity of the bowel. If you have constipation, if you have, if you have diarrhea, if you have a lot of gut pain, not gut pain, gut, G-U-T, gut pain, or if you have a lot of gas and bloating, any issue involved in the intestinal tract and the colon will be greatly enhanced by this 14 herbal combination. I would also, because this was a study I'm, I'm reporting on, but just off the top of my head, I would also add a probiotic. A really good quality probiotic. The one I like has three really strong human strain probiotics that can enhance the growth of the good bugs in the intestinal tract, which will also sweeten the intestinal tract, reduce gas blowing and irregularity as well. So a combination of both I like better, and also I like getting at least two or three tablespoons of olive oil. Olive oil will enhance the secretion of bile. Our, the stool that we discharge in our bowel movement is greatly based up based off of bile. And olive oil will increase the quality of the bile and enhance the flow of bile. Now, when leg pain is a sign of heart disease, this is very critical. Do your legs hurt? It might not be just muscle pain. Numbness, pain, and tingling in the legs can be a sign of heart disease. If arteries in the legs become clogged or blocked, it stops blood flow and causes pain when you walk that goes away when you rest. Burning in your toes when you lie flat at night. Cold feet. Sores and wounds on the toes that take a long time to heal. Many people won't have symptoms as stated above until at least 60% of the artery is blocked. And then how do we prevent 
clogged arteries. One of the most important factors for reducing the plaque in the artery. The more plaque we have, it's like having a garden hose and somehow we had a lot of mud in the interior of the diameter of the garden hose and after laying in the sun, it hardens. So when we open up the water, less water flows. So now we are having less blood flow because we have arterial plaque in the artery blocking the flow of blood and a necessity increasing the blood pressure to push the blood through. Now, the premier herbal extract to unplug, unplug clogged arteries is French grapeseed extract, OPC. A long-term study of 287 patients with arterial plaque in the arteries, and which, which accumulates over years and decades, treated with 200 milligrams of grapeseed extract. After six months, they had a 10% decrease in plaque score and after one year, there was a 35% reduction, decrease in the plaque in the arteries. Now, you say one year. Why so long? Well, there's a lot of plaque there. And it's built up into a solid calcium plaque. Hard to break down. Very, very few drugs can break, break down the plaque in the arteries. Surgery is the premier treatment for blocked arteries. But this can break down 33 to 35% of the plaque in the arteries after one year. And it takes one year because it probably has taken decades, years of accumulation. Now those that did not take French grapeseed extract, they were the control group. They had no active substance, a placebo, non-active treatment. They added 9% more plaque in the artery in that same period of time. Also, vitamins A, D3, and K2. Now, why are these three so much required for healthy arteries? Well, first of all, vitamin A, not beta-carotene. So many supplements use beta-carotene as a source of vitamin A. It truly is not a source of vitamin A. Now, it can convert 
to vitamin A under a perfect condition. And nobody's perfect. And there are a lot of people that can't convert beta-carotene to vitamin A, especially all the diabetics. You will not convert beta-carotene. So if you're buying a supplement, especially a multivitamin and mineral supplement, and it has beta-carotene for your vitamin A, you more likely are not really getting any vitamin A. Now you want the real source of vitamin A, the straight source of vitamin A, called retinol. R-E-T-I-N-O-L, retinol, or palmitate. Now, vitamin A slows the progression of inflammation in the arteries leading to heart disease. Vitamin D3, the natural source. Not D2, you want D3. Keeps arteries flexible. Reduces inflammation. Blocks a hormone that increases blood vessel constriction, which can lead to increased blood pressure. Vitamin K2. Now, you may not have heard of vitamin K2, but it's extremely critical for healthy arteries. Because what it does, it helps direct calcium away from the blood vessels. Otherwise, it can lead to hardening of the arteries or arterial calcification. You don't want calcium in your arteries. You want calcium in your bones where it is critically needed. Vitamin K is like, a, I guess, like a, a traffic cop, directing traffic. And vitamin K2 directs the calcium away from the blood vessels, away from the arteries, away from where it can lead to hardening of the arteries or arterial calcification, and bring it into the bones where it is critically needed. Now here's the man herb. Saul palmetto berry. S-A-W. Palmetto. P-A-L-M-E-T-T-O. Palmetto grows in Florida. Large farms of this plant are grown in Florida. And it was first introduced in Europe years ago. And it grows only in the U.S. And it affects a hormone called D, like dog, H, like hairy, T like Tom. And this is why this plant, saw palmetto, helps the prostate. Here's a new study compared the effects of a new saw palmetto berry extract, a CO2 extract, which is far superior than any other form of drying and extraction. Produced in the United States, and it was compared to a hexane extracted saw palmetto berry extract, used many for many, many years in Europe as a medicinal herb 
for the treatment of what is known as BPH, benign prosthetic hyperplasia, otherwise it's called enlarged prostate. Hexane can be a dangerous chemical. And long-term exposure to hexane can cause adverse effects to the brain and lead to nerve damage. CO2 stands for supercritical extracts using carbon dioxide, which leaves no chemical residue, no heavy metals, no toxins, and does not require high heat, which can damage the plant compounds. CO2 extract is far superior than any other form of extraction. And researchers looked at each extract's ability to inhibit the conversion of testosterone to DHT, or otherwise known as dihydroxytestosterone. by suppressing the enzyme 5-alpha reductase. A lot of stuff we'll forget. Just don't forget salt palmetto berry extract, a CO2 extraction process for healthy prostate. Now this DHT that is formed by the enzyme 5-alpha reductase causes abnormal prostate cell growth, leading to enlargement of the prostate. DHT is also linked to male pattern baldness. Now the study results, both sulfamidberry extracts were equally as effective at inhibiting the 5-alpha reductase enzyme and reducing the conversion of testosterone to DHT. Therefore, the newer, mm. the most recent form of extract, the CO2 extract, can be used in place of the age-old extract that was always produced with hexane to treat BPH. Benign prosthetic hyperplasia. And that's what causes men to get up often through the night. This is a combination that is superior. Now I think I want to leave my subject of the Mediterranean diet, go for maybe well, maybe I'll, 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 I only have three minutes, and I don't want to rush it, but I'll, I'll give it a crack. So how can you preserve your brain? We certainly do. We certainly do want to. Um, and we can with the Mediterranean diet. Number one, researchers surveyed 563 people with multiple cirrhosis, assessing assessing, I should say, assessing how closely they follow the Mediterranean diet and testing their mental function. 
three times as many people who did not eat a Mediterranean diet suffered from cognitive impairment versus those who did follow the diet. Number two, the researchers studied the brains of 581 people who donated their bodies to scientific research after they died. All donors had completed at least seven years of health and diet records before they passed away. The brains of the participants of this study who most closely followed the Mediterranean diet had fewer plaques and tangles which is associated with Alzheimer's disease and their brains were similar to people at least 18 years younger versus people who didn't follow the Mediterranean diet. Now when you follow the Mediterranean diet that means plenty of fruits and vegetables, nuts, seeds, seafood, and I tack on red meat because there's no, nothing ever been proven that red meat is bad. Saturated fat has never been, never been proven to be bad. Butter, cream, lard, drippings, all these are good quality fats and more stable fats than the polyunsaturated fats or otherwise known as vegetable oils. And adding olive oil, a minimum of one to two tablespoons a day. Yes, and take it off the spoon so you know you're getting a full one or two tablespoons of olive oil. The average in the Mediterranean diet of the oil they consume is four tablespoons a day. So that can also be your target. And adding more wine to your diet. If you don't want to drink wine, okay. Not a requirement. But if you drink wine, enjoy it. Red wine is not going to cause any problems if you maintain one or two glasses daily. And with that, my friends, I'm all out of time today. But again, I'll be here tomorrow, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time on Sunday. And I'll be joining you with a lot more information coming your way. And remember, use all this information to have a better life. Choose better. It's your choice. Say a prayer for this crazy, crazy, insane world. God bless you. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.